Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hi everyone, this is Teresa Heal here. I just want to talk to you about Essential Oils Career. Young Living has a great career opportunity for you guys. I know that you're just finishing up with school and you have the summers off. So if you're interested in making unlimited amount of money in selling or sharing and teaching classes on Young Living Essential Oils, I want you to contact me, Teresa Heal, at Comcast.net. It's easy peasy, so go ahead and contact me. Hello everyone and welcome back to Strictly Hoop Talk. As always, I'm your host Chris Platty and welcome back to another year of the NBA free agency season. Technically the start of the new season. We're here folks, so here to join me of course is you know the guy. You could probably guess it. It's Akil again. Akil, how you doing man? I'm good man, I'm here. I'm living, I'm tracking free agency like none other. It's a great time to be alive, it really is. Man, it's it's crazy. Like, like when 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 midnight hits every year, if you got Woj and Shams notifications on your phone, just it's just is going all night. Like, yeah, man, I was at the bars, just like my phone was just buzzing, buzzing. I, I seen it. I was at my I was at my friends, and um, I was like, I was I was I can't even lie. I was so drunk at that point, and I just look, and I said. And I seen one of I just looked at the time when it literally I looked at my phone the time it happened to get the Bleacher Report notification that uh, Paul George was staying in OKC and I was and I literally shouted whoa like and everyone everyone looked at me and I was like Paul George is staying in OKC and none of them are into basketball so they just looked at me like okay <laughs> yeah I feel that. <laughs> it was that kind my of my two like really good friends aren't into NBA that much. Like they'll watch it during the season, but like I'm just like super heavy, just like all NBA all the time, and it's tough for me, man. So I feel your pain. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, man. Well, all right, let's get into it. So, um, this is gonna be kind of long winded here. I'm gonna go through every single deal that's been signed. It's not. It's not nearly as bad as it was. Uh, a couple years ago when I did this, but uh, but there's quite a few deals to talk about. So we'll go through all the deals that have happened already. We'll give some thoughts on some some of the interesting ones, and then uh, we'll talk about, of course, LeBron and Philly and Kawhi, and then we'll kind of go through who's left uh, and who are some interesting players and teams to watch. So, all right, deep breath. <sighs> all right, Kevin Durant, two-year max with Golden State for $61.5 million with the player option in the second year. Paul George, That's a smart deal. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, Paul George, uh, four-year max with OKC for $137 million with a what? player option after year two. And um, basically the way, the way, um, the way, the way Woj tweeted this deal out is that, is that he can essentially re-up for the five-year after the two years 
So it would be in essence a seven a, a seven year two hundred ninety million dollar deal. So um, yeah, Paul George is getting that bread. CP three four years one hundred sixty million with Houston. Jokic uh, is accepting a five year one hundred forty eight million dollar deal with Denver. DeAndre Jordan a one year twenty four point one million dollar deal with Dallas. Trevor Ariza got the bag too. One year fifteen million with Suns. 15 million. Brandon Jennings, my guy, one year, 2.2 with the Bucks. Um, but it's that not man. guaranteed. It's it's technically not guaranteed until August 1st, so they're still kind of um, deciding. Glenn Robinson the third comes with the Detroit Pistons, the almighty Detroit Pistons, two years, 8.3 million with a team option for the second best deal of the best deal of the summer. Fred Van Fleet, two years, eighteen million with Toronto. Will Barton, four year, fifty-four million with Denver. Rudy Gay, one year, ten million with San Antonio. Ersan Ilyasova, another former Piston great, three year, twenty-one million with Milwaukee. Aaron Baines, another Piston great, two years, eleven million with the Celtics. Marco Bellinelli, not a Piston great, two years, twelve million with San Antonio. Nick Stauskas, one year minimum to Portland. Joe Green. One year, 2.4, which is the veteran minimum with Houston. Derrick Rose is working on a one-year deal with the Wolves. Um, the number hasn't come out, but I believe it's going to be the minimum. Uh, same with Omari Caspi. Uh, one year with Memphis, it, it seems to be the minimum. Uh, I haven't heard it confirmed yet. Um, yeah, Ed it's Dav- the minimum. Oh, it is? Okay. Um, Ed Davis, one year, 4.4 million with Brooklyn. Jeremy Grant staying in OKC with three years, twenty-seven million. Joe Harris two years, sixteen million with the Nets. Doug McDermott three years, twenty-two million with Indiana. Luke Cornett one year, one point six million with New York, and um, the Dallas center. Ah, man, I I don't know how to say his name, so so forgive me if I butcher it. But Salah Majir one year, one point six million. Um, so those are all the deals at this moment. This is again, uh, to kind of put this in context, this is, we are at 5 PM Eastern time recording this podcast. So, you know, and I'll break any deals that come through as the podcast goes, but those are the deals right now. So, um, it's July 1st free agency started. These are the deals that kill what jumps out to you. Um, yeah. First one. I mean, I feel like we have to start, uh, Paul George standing. Yeah. Okay. See yeah. Um. Nobody saw this coming, and even if people said he was gonna stay, it was gonna be a one plus one. But he went with a three plus one, which is ridiculous. I don't get it. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the deal. Well, it's technically um, a two plus two. True. But yeah. 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 But anyways, four year. Um. I don't. I was really stunned when I first heard this deal. What about you? Yeah, I was too. Again, I audibly went like "whoa" to my phone um, because that was a that that was a huge surprise to me, and I think it um, I think it really I didn't expect so quickly for Paul George to the Lakers to be off the table. Um, you know, I I had known that you know over the over the last week there was a growing um, talk that he was that he wasn't um, he wasn't really. How do I say it? He he wasn't really totally committed to signing with LA. He was still he was still heavily considering Oklahoma, and uh, then yeah, 
he signed with Oklahoma. So I still believed I still believed up until that moment that he was going to LA and that it was gonna be either Paul George and LeBron or Paul George and Kawhi and LeBron or something. But um I definitely thought Paul George was going to be the one guy for sure to be in LA regardless. Um so so that really, really shocked me. Um, but then once I looked at the details that Woj ironed out again with the ability to sign basically a seven year contract for two hundred and ninety million was insane to pass up on. So um and that's thanks to the new CBA, of course. So that allows Paul George to do that. And yeah, I, I when I seen that, it made sense to me because it's like two hundred ninety million versus I don't know exactly what he could have gotten uh, in LA. Um, I know he would have he would have gotten somewhere around around what he got here, which is the four year hundred thirty seven million. So um, he definitely he definitely you know passed. He definitely would have passed up on a lot of money. So seeing that, you know, exactly. all kind of made all kind of made sense. Exactly. Um, I'm with you 100. percent I also thought that Fred Flamby deal was pretty good for him. Yeah. Um, Toronto definitely got a cheap deal on that because I feel like he could have gotten more elsewhere. But yeah, Fred yeah. Fleet was uh, how many? Uh, 18 million. Yeah. 18. Yeah, um, you know, I I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I feel great about it. Um, I think that's a deal. I think that's about what I expected him to get was eight to ten. Um, yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be necessarily ecstatic if I was Toronto. I don't feel like Toronto got him on a cheap contract, and it's not a long contract either, which is which is kind of nice for Toronto because I think I think that two year signing shows that they're kind of that they're playing out this core because they kind of have to, not because they want to. Exactly. And so in a couple of years, you know, they they could start to create lots of cap space and, you know, kind of get out of the luxury tax and everything. So that's that's what that deal tells me. Yeah, how are you feeling about CP3's four-year 160? The deal that he fought so hard for with the CBA. <laughs> um, with LeBron to yeah. be able for this to happen right now. You know, it's what he was doing. It's a, it's a good, it's a good deal. I mean, I'm happy for Chris Paul. I mean, it's not going to be friendly for Houston uh, the last couple of years, but you know, as a as a fan of Chris Paul, I think it's a, I think it's a great move. I think he got exactly what he fought for, which is, which is, I guess, good for him. That's what's important to him. And um, you know, I think, I think it was, I think it was a great move because I just think. I really liked what I saw from Houston this year in the playoffs. Like I, I really do. And how truthfully, how could you not? Um, so I'm glad we're getting to see another year of another couple years of a CP3 and James Harden run in Houston. So, well, yeah. speaking of that, they're not even going to be the same team because uh, Trevor Reza signed for 15 to Phoenix, which I don't get why he did it. I mean, I guess he realized that he's not going to have a lot of contracts left. So might as well secure the back now when you have one good year. Yeah, pulling so the Amir Johnson trade. So teams will overpay you like it's nothing. Yeah. Um, Clint Capella met with LA today. I think they're gonna throw some money at him, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him leave. Yeah. Um, PJ Tucker stuck there for another year, right? Uh, I haven't heard anything on PJ Tucker yet. It, was okay. there? Did he sign? Hold on. I don't think he's up. a free agent. I was just asking, is he there for how many more years? Oh yeah, no, he's he's not a uh, free agent this year. 
That's how many there? So it's a two year whatever. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> two year. Uh, okay. So, um, you know what stood out to me? Uh, DeAndre Jordan to Dallas. Um, you know they finally got their guy after um, you know the whole three, year. three years later. Um, yeah. They got him for a whole year. Do you like? Do you like that Dallas only committed for one year, as opposed yeah. to signing this guy and locking him up? Yeah, I think one year is good enough. Yeah, I th- I think so too. I think um, I think they're gonna they're tr- obviously trying to be a good team this year. They're obviously trying to be a playoff team, and you know. But um, but it, I like that this gives them flexibility. So the fact that they signed him for one year though tells me that they're now not in the mind state they were three years ago when they wanted to get him and that they don't see him as a star. They see him as, you know, a great player to have. I mean, he's a solid center, so, like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that fit. Um, I like that fit I a like... lot. It'll be, fu- it'll be fun to watch him, Dennis Smith Jr., and Luca play. Yeah. And, of course, Dirk. Um, <laughs> An aging Dirk. An aging I... Dirk, but can still get buckets. Oh, yes. Um, I'm a big fan of Will Barton's deal. Um, Are you? You don't think that's too much? No. Hopefully he plays up to that, but I don't think it's not that... What is that? 13, it, it, 14, 17 a year? Yeah. 16 a year? I don't even know. I can't do math. I'm not a math major. I'm yeah, neither am I. It's... Yeah, Shout somewhere around... I think, it, I think it goes... I think it starts at 15 and grows to 17, 18. Oh, 13 and a half technically is an average for that. Oh, wait. Wow. Okay. Neither one of us are mathematicians. We learned that. So, um, so oh, yeah. yeah. 13 times 4 is 52. Then, yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> Took a minute, but we got there. Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, I don't think that's that bad. Yeah. I was expecting I anywhere from the 12 to 15 range for him. Yeah. And he got 13 and a half. So, look at that. And yeah. I mean, it's not guaranteed. So. I was I was kind of looking at yeah I I I kind of the price that stuck out to me that would I would like him for is uh is like four years forty four forty eight million somewhere around there so eleven to twelve yeah. that's yeah, what I, I would have liked four year forty four to forty eight sounds pretty good yeah so they yeah. A, a little overpaid but you know I think I think it's still a I think it could still ha- be a good contract and I think. You know, it's a situation where they're not a team that necessarily has cap space. So this is their guy, so they're allowed yeah. to go over the cap to re-sign him. Yeah. So it's a situation where they weren't going to find – they were either going to sign him to this deal or try to get somebody for, like, a veteran minimum. That's just as good, and and you wouldn't, you know. You wouldn't find anybody that, that – um, you, you probably wouldn't be able to get anybody as good as him for the veteran minimum. Otherwise, they would have waited on this deal. Yeah. Oh, Kevin Durant took less money again. Look at him. Wow, look at him. Man of the people. <laughs> yeah, he took five mil less, I mean, but it's still five mil. So now if they do use that mid-level, you don't get that repeater tax for it or the luxury tax for that. So the five becomes like 20-whatever. So they just offset each other now. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, I'm a big fan of what Brooklyn did. I like Joe Harris on that second deal. Two year, eight million, not a bad deal at all. I like that Davis as well. 
And then I love Ed Davis to Brooklyn for them. Like, love yeah. that deal. I, I would have liked it to been that price for two, three years, though. I wouldn't have been, yeah, like a two plus one. Like, yeah. two, three year, like 12 mil. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I also, I do like, uh, I like Ilya Silva to the Bucks again. Um, makes a lot of sense, obviously, for the kind of players that, um, that they have in the, and you know the way Giannis plays, and of course there's the Boonholzer connection and everything. Um, you know he just obviously he he fits them well. Um, Aaron Baines, Aaron Baines to Celtics. Of course, I thought he played great. Um, I thought he played great for them this year. So I think I think that was a good deal as well. And uh, you know the last the last deal I kind of want to talk about here, the last one that stands out to me is the. Um, is the Doug McDermott three-year, $22 million to Indiana. What did you think of that deal? I didn't get it, and it's fully guaranteed, which is more surprising about all this. Yeah. Um, Indiana was a team that came into this with a lot. Of, now, granted, this is not This is far from all their cap space, of course, but um, they came into this offseason with a lot of cap space and the ability to um, to obviously sign a max player, but you know we knew they weren't really in the market for that. Um, so for a three years, for a three year commitment, you gotta, you gotta look at if I'm Indiana with how great they achieved this year, I'm, I would be looking at, I would be looking at saying, okay, if we could just have one more good year, then I think we could start to attract stars next year. And, and when everybody has cap space and everything, um, but you know, they, they 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 found somebody who they believe is a starter slash ro- rotation player for them for three years who's going to be solid. It's it's going to be not a um, not not the cheapest contract on the books, but it's not going to be an expensive one. Or it's not going to be a killer by any means. So I so I get it, but um, but I just don't I just don't get the three year commitment as opposed to like one or two years like a lot of these other teams are doing. Yeah, I'm with that. Um, it was a weird deal for me, but hey, like you said, it fits pretty well, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, okay, one more. So, um, uh, what, was, what was the other one I wanted to highlight? Um, oh, are you going to really pay Rudy Gay $10 million for a year? <laughs> that's what it was, yes. Okay, Rudy Gay, $10 million. Uh, I mean, I guess... So. I. I guess, yeah, well, I, mean, I wouldn't I pay him ten million. I wouldn't, but like, you can't find anything else in the yeah. open market. So yeah, you might as well have to. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. All right, let's jump into let's jump into the big news of the day so far. Uh, the one that we're currently live tracking, and I actually got some news that broke over um, over the time we've been recording so far. That kind of ties into this. So LeBron's meeting with Philly. Um, it was LeBron's representatives, Rich Paul, not LeBron himself, which um, we could kind of get into what we think that means. But anyways, he was meeting with Philadelphia, and Philadelphia is pitching that they have a plan to get Kawhi Leonard. They think Kawhi will re-sign there and that they can get so they can get Kawhi and LeBron without giving up Embiid, Simmons, or Markel Fultz. Um, Number one, do you see this Akil as a realistic possibility? And two, um, what do you think of 
and, and, and by realistic possibility, I'm talking about the trade uh, of Kawhi because I think the trade of Kawhi affects obviously LeBron's decision. Obviously, but I don't know if I'm Greg Popovich. I want Greg. Sim- I mean Ben Simmons. I'm not making the steal unless I get Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a hell of a deal. Um, yeah, but can I, you get I, back from that without getting Ben Simmons, Roko, Dario Saric? Like, like what? What are we doing here? Yeah, a bunch of picks. I mean, I guess, but I'm not doing that deal unless Ben Simmons is on the table. End of discussion. Period. Point blank. No, I feel you because you want if you're if you're trading Kawhi, the the probably the fourth best player in the NBA. If you're trading Kawhi, then you um you want a blue chip player. You want a blue chip asset in return, and all those picks could be good, but or could be blue pit blue chips, but you want a for sure certified blue chip. So I would want at the very very least I would want um I I would want I would want Fultz, even though I know he's had a crazy year and whatever. I still think he's he can be looked at as a blue chip asset because he's a young player because he had a lot of promise coming into the league and everything. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm with you. I would I would start I would start the discussion at Simmons. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm starting and ending the discussion on Simmons. If they say no, I'm picking, I'm hanging up the phone. Yeah. All right. So, so what do you think? So then, the other part of my question. So, what do you think about LeBron not himself attending the meeting? Do you think that means anything? Do you think he has to go to meetings? No, he already knows the options. Yeah, but I I feel like there's a level of uh there's a level of involvement that if if a player like LeBron or just anyone in general is going to is going to a meeting, it, it shows that there's there, that there's a level of interest. The fact that they're that he's sending his representatives, I think, sends kind of a message like, this is a this is a formality. This is an absolute long shot. So unless you guys wow us, you know, we're not gonna quote unquote waste LeBron's time. Or do you do you think I'm looking? Yeah, at I'm it with wrong? that. No, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely so, like uh, to get to the head poncho, you have to get through us first. Yeah. Type of... um, yeah. There's there's rumors going around. Um, and again, so to to clear cap space, uh, this this is just breaking. Uh, Philadelphia is looking to buy out Jared Bayless. It's not you know the biggest shock. Of course, it was something that was rumored that they were looking at for a while. Um, but he has a nine million dollar contract, so they're looking to buy out the final year of his contract. In order to save some cash um, and free up cap space, um, but then yeah, so so LeBron to Philly. I don't call it realistic. I I wouldn't. I still would call it a long shot, um, just because of everything that we've been given. Until they get Kawhi, I see it as a total long shot. Um, but I will. I will say. I will say. Like it. It seems like. It seems like, and this is kind of a rumor going around the league, is that is that this is all a formality. Like, LeBron already knows his decision. Do you think that? Because I, I don't believe that. I don't. Yeah. I think he has a good idea, but I don't think he knows for sure. Right, and that and that's what I mean when I say, you know, I, I understand it. Because I, cause I think it's a, I think it, I think he, I think he's kind of like 80% set on L.A., Unless somebody else can cut, but he's saving like 25, 20, 20%, maybe even 25 
to just try and be like, okay, try to wow me, you know? Like, just in case. I'm really, like, 70 LA, 30 Cleveland at this point. Not even not even a percent for Philly. Uh, maybe fucking 70, 25, 5. Let's do that. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay. So, so then, yeah, this is obviously the biggest news of the day. We'll keep you updated if anything happens with that. But, um, for now, let's get back to some other, um, let's get back to some free agents that are on the board. Um, you talked about Capella earlier. Um, let's, let's bring him up. Let's get to him. So he's, he did meet with LA today, you said, or, or he did take a meeting with LA. Yes. Okay. I didn't know if the meeting was scheduled for today or not, but, um, yeah. Or maybe it's a Saturday tomorrow. Let me see. Oh, no. Yep. Lakers meeting with Clint Capella today, two hours ago. Okay. Um, so Capella's meeting with LA and Houston. Um, where do you think he goes and what do you think the price scene is? I think he's going to go somewhere to get, oh my God, that's a really bad line, but yeah, but yeah, I think he's going to go some, Hmm. some dumb team's going to offer him a huge contract and he's going to take it. I think like, uh, like that's just me though, but what do you think he's getting? You think he's getting 20 million a year? I'd say maybe. Yeah, I think I think Houston wants him at sixteen to eighteen. I think that's what Houston wants. But um, realistically, I don't think I would only do like fifteen million dollars. But like, you have to pay what the market says, and if the market says you got to go twenty, obviously, because he's yeah. restricted and they they can match. But yeah, and that, and that's that's the other aspect is if Houston. If the if LA signs him to a bigger deal, is Houston willing? What what's the what's the number that Houston's willing to walk away from? Is there a number that they're willing to walk away from? That's the interesting uh, discussion. I don't think Daryl's a big spender, so like I don't think he cares. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think he tries. Even if to it's like twenty two million dollars, I don't think he'd walk away from it. I think he'd matter it right then and there. Yeah, I think he would too. Um, so, so I would expect him to stay with Houston, of course. But, um, but if he does go to LA, so question. So, if he does go to LA, do you think uh, does this count as Magic Johnson's star signing? <laughs> uh, probably. I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that that that's the thing because okay, so so for those of you that may not know, Magic Johnson made a public statement saying that they will sign a star in the next two years or else he's resigning. So, um Paul George is gone. LeBron's still not sure. Um or or maybe he is sure and it's a formality. We don't know. Um but LeBron's not there yet. So if they sign Clint Capella, is that their is that their star? That would be interesting. Um, also, also meeting with LA is Boogie Cousins. Um, it's rumored that LA is willing to offer a like short term max, like a probably a two year max for Boogie. Um, so Boogie is set to meet with again the Lakers as well as his his uh, his current team, the New Orleans Pelicans. Akil, what do you think of this situation? Because I think this is one of the most fascinating things because. You know, Dallas was looked at as um, Dallas was going to grab one of the centers, whether it was Capella, whether it was uh, DeAndre, whether it was Boogie, whoever. So 
now that that was gone, um, you know, it now becomes it now becomes L.A. and and New Orleans for for Cousins. What do you what do you think about that situation there? Like, what number do you want him at, and where do you where do you really think he goes? I do one year twenty five mil. You do a one year. I do. I feel like that's most likely what's going to happen, right? Give him one year, one year to prove himself, and then he can re up and go in that big free agency and either re sign there or re sign somewhere else. Would you do a one year plus a team option? Yeah. Okay. Yeah that 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 sounds that sounds. Do you think? Okay, but I can't remember the the time the last time somebody of Boogie's caliber got a team option. Uh, probably somebody did when they had a big injury right. coming back from it. Yeah, that that's the thing. It's the injury is what makes this obviously this whole thing. Well, tricky. the injury is why the one year plus a team option is like the perfect thing for you. Like you have one really good year coming back this next season. You get the team option. You can opt out and resign for a bigger four, five year, whatever, or the four year, whatever, wherever else you want to go. You think he's staying in New Orleans? I think he is. I think so too. Yeah, I mean he he is unrestricted, so he's able to do as he pleases, unlike Capella. But, um, you know, I think I think he wants to go. Um, I think he wants to be in New Orleans. I I think he liked it there. Um, Davis really wants him there. It's adamant that he wants him there. Um, you know, and I and I and I think that's. Uh, I know there was the whole argument about like the team's better without Boogie, but I 100% disagreed. You and I had that debate um, during the playoffs, and I, I, I'm, I think I think Boogie will resign with them, and I think uh, I, I think that this that New Orleans is going to be a really good team next year. I'm interested in yeah. them. Um, okay, so who else is left on the big board that you kind of want to look at, talk about? Uh, a little interesting one. You can even go a team if you want to. It's up to you. Want to just go a big target team? So, obviously, um, Golden State's going to be walking away from a lot of dudes. They're not going to re-sign Nick Young. They're not going to re-sign, uh, who's my mans? Who's my mans? Um, Zaza. Um... Where do you think they're gonna go to snag a couple pieces in free agency? Well, you hit me with the DeAndre Jordan option, and yes, it's doubt If if Dallas wasn't there, I I think I think he would have really considered it. Yeah, of course. Um, I think that was just like wishful thinking for every Golden State fan. Right. Um, I think JJ Redick's a real option. I don't know. I don't know what don't team's gonna, gonna offer gonna him. Sign for what's the most they can offer him is a mid level. Yeah, but I don't know what team's going to offer him a lot of money. Some team would offer him enough. You th- I mean, Chicago, Atlanta, not going to offer him. Um, maybe they will as a one-year, like, Philly Philly deal. So yeah, maybe, I can see so, him realistically getting a one-year 20 mil, something like that. With with a bad team like with Chicago With a really bad Atlanta. team, yeah. I don't know. I think he, I think he really likes to play um, in the playoffs and everything, too. So okay. I think... I think he would strongly consider. Oh, um, if, he, they, if they pulled off JJ Redick, oh, that'd be enough for NBA Twitter to go wild. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. That would be an awesome get for the Warriors. 
Uh, Tyreek Evans, I think, is looked at as well. I don't like his fit as much. Um, I don't like his fit as much in uh, in Golden State, but I think I think he's an option. I like Jamal Crawford a lot for them. Um, I like I like Mabah Mute Rockets uh, Rock, Rockets forward. I don't think they'd touch that dude with a ten foot pole. Honestly, you don't think so? No, I like um ex Piston Anthony Tolliver a lot if they could pull that off. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see Anthony Tolliver get a ring, but you know that'll only happen if he re's up with Detroit. Um, <laughs> Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley, how how realistic you think Avery Bradley is is like one of those guys who just takes the the vet men? I have no idea. Um, I don't think he would. Do you think he, he's only twenty seven? So I don't. Yeah, I don't think he would either. I think I think the likely scenario is the Clippers don't get who they want in free agency, so they give him like a three or four year contract. Yeah, I see that. Um, or even a one year um a one year payday. Uh, but or the Lakers, apparently the, the Lakers Warriors are as well. Yeah, apparently the Warriors are very seriously looking at Avery Bradley now, and that's a good option to have off of your bench. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, um KCP. No, they're not doing that. A guy that I think that they would do though, Wayne Ellington. N- yes, Wayne Ellington. I do like a lot for them, just to come off the bench and be another three and D guy. But a hometown fan of a. Uh, hometown friend of uh one mr kevin durant uh oh yeah um even though this guy plays with the knicks too that i'm about to name um kylo quinn i'd love it if they could find a way to get him yeah yeah there's but, strong um, interest there too oh yeah so kylo quinn said legit. multiple times that he wanted to be there um play for them i think that's all but done honestly you think that's in the bag for them yeah i think so okay um, I was surprised that wasn't one of the deals at midnight. Oh wow! Um, yeah, Michael Beasley though. Yeah. What about? Would you would you touch Nerlens Noel? Um, if you can't get any other center, him or um, Dwayne Dedman. Yeah, hmm. I could see happening. Um. You talked about Lance to me privately. Yeah, I, I can see like that was me trying to make Lance make sense more than anything. I don't think that ever happened. Um, maybe Seth Curry. Hey, Seth Curry, back on the Warriors too. People don't remember that he signed there for a while. Yeah, for um, ten, he had a couple ten days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I said a while. Yeah. Um, uh, Vince Carter. I can see Vince, but after injury. Yeah, I was gonna say after injury, McCall. That's a, that's a bridge. No, no, I'm kidding. Oh. Um, uh, Cheney Fry. I like Ka- Huh? What about Cheney Fry? Oh no, no, doesn't play enough defense. No, I like Jamal Crawford for them as a pure locker room presence. Yep, because he's just a great dude to be around. Oh, and he would get that. He would get that arena out of their seat. Oh, him coming back. Oh my god. That's all you need, man. Just him coming back. Plus, just his highlight plays, man. Just like, him coming off the bench when they get that new arena, the gentrified yeah. uh, Bay Area arena. <laughs> um, Goddamn, San Francisco's so gentrified now, man, bro. Whew. Rondo? No, they're not. T- they're not doing that. 
I think they might be willing to give up Sean Livingston this summer. Maybe not this summer, but next summer. Yeah, I think next summer. It. I think next summer is the year they look at that. Because um, he's just getting too old, and... Um... Yeah. yeah, I like. Do you think? Do you think they could possibly? Okay, last last one. Last one that really interests me. Um, if you got any more, feel free to shout them out. But, um, the last one that interests me is uh Shabazz Napier. Do you think that's a possibility? I'd say yes. If Quinn Cook wasn't there already, signed already through next season. Yeah, or Dwayne Dedman. I already said Dwayne Dedman. You did? Yeah. When? <laughs> I said if they don't get Kyle O'Quinn, like I oh. could see them going after Dwayne Dedman or uh, right. New Orleans. Yeah. But right. uh, if like they could walk away with three guys, if they got Kyle O'Quinn, Tyreek Evans, and Jamal Crawford, I'd be a pretty happy guy for them. Yeah, I was going to say, if they could essentially go back and the, this like three to four minutes we spent we spent spitballing names, um, if they get like three of these guys, they're they're in great shape. Yeah, just something to liven that bench up. But honestly, just look for them to, like... I think they'd be fine losing, like, 40 games anyways next year, just playing all their rookies and young two guys. <laughs> Two-year guys that didn't really play that much these past years. But, um, yeah, we can talk some other things. Um, Do you think... What type of moves would the Cavs be looking to make? Ugh. I don't Ugh. I don't even know. Probably re-sign Dwayne Wade, thinking that would help. Um, I re-sign... Um... You think they would go for Dwayne Wade? No, they're not doing that again. Oh, you said you said Dwayne Wade. So as a joke. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> I got you. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Green, I know they want him back. Um, yeah. Ooh, I mean, would the Warriors look at Rodney Hood? No, he's a restricted, but yeah, but but no, not after um, <laughs> not after last uh. Not after the whole, like, bench incident in the playoffs. Yeah. I'd like, honestly, from the Popovich tree to the uh, Warriors tree, he's a Spurs-restricted free agent this year. Pretty young, too. Uh, One Mr. Slow-Mo, Kyle Anderson. You think he could go to... Are you talking the Cavs, right? Uh, Cavs or Golden State, honestly. I I don't see it. I think he'll get a decent contract. He's so good, man. Guy really does move in slow motion. Um, what teams do you think did the best so far out of all of these teams that made moves free agency? Um, you know, I I'd say the team that stuck out to me that that I would say I would say did the best is uh honestly OKC. They retain their players, and that's kind of that that's kind of the biggest thing. Houston <laughs> lost a couple players, got some back. Um, so, so they were, they're kind of 50, 50, and and that really depends on where, um, Capella goes. Obviously that's, that's a huge domino. Um, but for the most part, they kept everything intact. Same with San Antonio. Yeah, I have two. Um, my first one is the Denver Nuggets. Of course, just retaining your guys. Will Barton's really good. Um, giving Jokic that money. Hopefully, he learns how to play defense with that money. But we'll see. Probably not. But yeah. um, I'm a big fan of what Brooklyn did. Honestly, really big fan of what Brooklyn did so far. He signed Ed Davis for that one year. 
which is a good deal, I think, for him. Ed Davis is a really good center. And then you also get a solid uh, Joe Harris, who signed. You think that's a fair contract for him? I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, yeah, yeah, I like Brooklyn. I like what Brooklyn did. I also like um, I also like the fact that, uh, what was it, that, that the Boston Celtics retained Aaron Baines. I thought that was a big deal um, just because of how short they were up front. I also kind of like the moves Milwaukee made, obviously signing two Piston greats, um, Ilya Sova and Brandon Jennings. <laughs> and um, the last thing that stuck out is I do I do like Detroit's uh, Glenn Robinson the third signing. I think that really fits. It makes sense. I think it, he's a, he's a good wing now. For the four point nine, uh, or for the uh, for the, for the four million that they spent on Glenn Robinson this year, it's a two year contract. Um, the four million they spent on him this year. You know, I I wonder if they would have waited a couple of days if they could have gotten somebody else. Because um because you know we're look at all the people we named that were good, not all of those people are going to Golden State, right? So it's obviously, like, so it's like some of those people are going to be like there's a possibility that maybe in a week Tyreek Evans didn't find a home, and you could have got Tyreek for four, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It's it's a risk. It's a risk. So I understand why Detroit did it. Um and it's and it's a good fit. But I think that they there that there were maybe a few other wigs that they could have got that that are a little bit better. But um but I but I like it because I think I think I think they can uh this really unlocks a a a, a, a kind of quirky possibility that I think Detroit will run, which is they'll run three wings with Blake and with and Drummond. And basically, just make Blake the de facto point guard. Luke will guard the once, but on offense, Blake will be the point guard. And then you have Drummond, and then you have three shooters in uh, Bullock, Glenn Robinson, and the third, and uh, and Luke Kennard. And those are those are all over. Uh, those are all over forty percent from three. If you, uh, well, technically, technically, Glenn Robinson's at thirty nine percent. So, but basically, around forty percent or higher. I'm with you on that one. So that's a lot of shooting. Yeah, man. For sure. Makes sense. So I like that deal. But um but yeah, um I'm really interested to see, you know, uh and, and I'm interested to see what this deal uh what this deal does for the possibility of signing um of re signing Tolliver, because I thought he was vital to Detroit as well. No, he's going to uh the Raptors now. You think so? No. He'll probably be back in Detroit. Yeah. Uh yeah, I see that. I see that as well. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Kill. I think this wraps it up for today's uh, for today's free agency podcast. Um, I'll be, we'll be back when more news happens. Of course, probably the second I post this, Kawhi will have already been traded. So uh, might have to have you might have to have you stay on standby on, on call this whole week. <laughs> all right, no problem. All right, man. Thank you for coming on. All right, man. Have it. a good one.